What's up, listeners? On this week's pod, Coin and I give you the sixth draft, but not before we present the Rookie Show Road Rules. We'll talk week five in the NFL and give out our week six bookie show picks. Lastly, Stumptown, then we out. Let's do it. That, my friends, is the sound of a couple crisp beers being cracked, and this is the sound of your favorite podcast, The Rookie Show. That's right, everybody. Welcome back to The Rookie Show. I am one of your hosts, Travis Knoll. Joining me, as per usual, Mr. 503, head down to the hotel lobby for some strawberry milk and Funyuns at the Cointinental Breakfast. Oh, oh nice. what up, coin? Tell us we can't. We'll find a way around. Call that a loop, Noel. A what up, Noel? <laughs> oh, two good ones. I like that. Good yeah. start. Good yeah, start yeah, to yeah. the pod. Solid. How you doing, coin? I'm just chipper as ever, Noel. Good. Doing good. Good. Uh, there's a pep in our step today, life. I think. Yeah. We just yeah. doesn't get any yeah. better. Got a. I feel like when early in the week. I get that uh, when I have like plans for the weekend, I get real excited. Oh, yeah, that's true. It's a good point. We do have mm-hmm. big plans this weekend. Big Those plans. Big listeners time. who don't know, Rookie Show reunion in Chicago. Yes. We'll be attending the epic matchup of Bears versus Vikings. <laughs> Sans Justin Jefferson. No Justin Jefferson. That's a big old bummer. The, the only redeemable player in this entire game. Hey. My hometown guy, Justin Fields, is going to... No, I'm just kidding. That's true. We get to see Kirky. It's been, it's been a while since we've seen Kirky. Are you going to cheer Bears or Vikes? I haven't decided yet. I have uh, some Bears attire that I was planning on wearing, but um, I've also got a bunch of Vikings on fantasy teams, um, so we'll see. All I have right. to continue to cheer on Alexander Madison because he's... <laughs> that sucks, dude. <laughs> I know. I know. He's terrible. It's like cheering for... feels like Eddie Lacy 2.0 when I watch him. I don't know why. I thought he was good last year. Anyway, let's 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 move past that. Uh, okay, Coin, okay. what are you drinking this evening? No, I've got for you fun one. Uh, they just added this to uh, the local plaid pantry where where indeed where the murder happened. Oh, good. Um, good. The Deschutes Symphonic Chronic Double Dank IPA Nine Percenter. That's nineteen Dang. ounces of the Nine Percent. I'm gonna have a <laughs> little gonna buzz drunk. going on. Yeah, you are. Yeah, this is considerably better than the beer I had last week, which oh, I good. indeed did not end up finishing after the <laughs> podcast. The bourbon barrel wine. Yeah, the bourbon barrel red or red wine barrel as well. Barley like, barley mm, wine. Yeah, I'm barley wine. Yeah, I was like, I'm pretty good on that. Mm. The beer is lovely. It doesn't, honestly, doesn't even taste that doubly. It's a little strong, but not horrible. Can. Very funky fresh. It is funky. Uh, The shoots, you know, they pay a little extra, so there's no labels in this bad boy. This is is straight up can printed. Um, The front is, so it's all funky colors. It's kind of the lime green background, and then it's all groovy orange, pinkish, magenta, with uh, a little bit of blue in there, and it's this giant, like, beast face with, like, hop hair chin kind of thing going on yeah it's got sunglasses on um and then there's some uh, speakers behind it and it's just it's just jamming jamming the heck out he kind of reminds me of the dude a little bit yeah that's a good way to describe it yeah he's got shaggy exactly hair and beard 
Cool. It looks fantastic. Yeah, it feels good to finally contribute a good can after a while of really, really letting the pod down, if I had to say. Hey, nice cans, Elvis. Thanks. Thanks, buddy. No, um, what do you got for me? Coin, I've got um, not too exciting. I don't think I've done the original on here. I had it in the fridge. This is just a straight up Voodoo Ranger IPA. I believe right. I've, I've had variations like the Juice Force and uh, maybe yeah. one other one. Uh, the cans are all kind of the same, just with the skeleton and the and the ranger hat, but with different attire. Um, I've I've always kind of liked it. I like the font they got. I like the skeleton guy they present. It's um, it's just like Deschutes. They they pay a little extra. They're they're nice. They're not labeled, and uh, it's a solid beer. You know, I you know what I realized, and maybe it's the mm. changing of the weather. I think I'm getting back into IPAs. It's IPA season, baby. Yeah, fall's good IPA season, no doubt. I had, um, when I went, I, I think I mentioned on the pod, when I went to the uh, Guinness Brewery, <laughs> and we had the shitty Guinness, and then I had an IPA after that. That was the first IPA I'd had in a while, because I'd been leaning, you know, wheat beers and pilsners and stuff, and uh, I was like, yeah, yeah. oh, this was fucking good. And then since then, I've been leaning IPAs, <laughs> and I'm back, baby. Oh, he's so back. I do I do want to clarify earlier on Noel said Juice Force. That was not Jews Force. The Rookie Show has not made a stance one way or the other in the Israel-Palestine um, <laughs> war or conflict going on right now. So we won't we won't be making any kind of public statements and picking sides in this yeah. in this situation. We're not gonna until at least like the third segment on today's pod, we're not gonna make a statement. If literally one one single Israel Israelite or Palestinian listens to our podcast. We're all in. Go. Yeah. <laughs> you have our full support after that. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I did not say Jews Force. Thank you for clarifying that. Yeah, of course not. Of course. Um, what do you what else you got for beers? No, pretty light week. Um didn't do anything too crazy. I went on uh, Friday or Saturday. Had a nice little, nice little outing. Went and did some some golfing. Hit up some double transfusions on the course. It was gorgeous. Eighty degrees uh, and sunny on uh, Saturday. It was a golf amazing and a weather October update. weather. Fuck yeah. Yeah, yeah, big time. Yeah, October October weather of eighty degrees, and it was like the the good kind of eighty. You know, not like that summer beaten down heat. It just kind of is. That mm-hmm. fall, and so the course is still very pretty, obviously. Sure. Portland very green, so a lot of foliage around. Uh, followed that up with, uh, met up with my buddy to do, uh, we've talked about on here before, Portland does often does uh, food-themed weeks, and so re- restaurants will do their own variations on burgers, pizzas, whatever it will be. Uh, this last week was Wing Week, and so a bunch of restaurants did $8 for basically six wings, um, and so we hit up three places. We went to Bay's Fried Chicken, and they had a peach bourbon wing. Um, phenomenal. Just wow. Wow. really, really good wings. Um, good. The really juicy, really moist, really, like came off the bone, basically falling, falling off right there. Second place we went to was the Hotel Rose. They have a um, restaurant inside there. I can't remember what it's called, but it was a pineapple habanero. Um, they were pretty hot. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm usually in, but it was, it was all just lip heat and no, like while you were eating it. And I prefer like the eating it heat. And so my lips, my lips hurt real bad. And that was like how, the only uh, thing that was going on. I don't understand how that works. Yeah. I don't either. I wonder how they can, uh, they can mess with that and try to get the heat to the back of the throat instead of just sticking on right. my lips. Yeah. Yeah. 
I don't I don't understand that. And, and then and then the third place we went was uh, the Grand Grand Fur Brewing, um, and it was like a mix, like a halfway between some kind of uh, like spiced dry rub and like a little bit of sauce on there. Not fully dry, but definitely more on the dry side. If that makes sense, not like a wet wing okay. per se. Okay. Um, and it was pretty good. Cooked a little better. The if I had to rank them, I'd go Bay's Grand Fur and then. Um, and then the Hotel Rose. The Hotel Rose wasn't really doing it for me. The Bay's was like a head and shoulders above above the other wing spots, though. You you got me. I mean, a, a wing tour is a, is an epic night, so it doesn't yeah. get better. I, I will say big complaint was two of the three places were full wings, so three full wings instead of six, like, separated drums and flats, which, I mean, for my second time in, like, Two weeks, pretty frustrating. Gotta that say, is frustrating. Yes, it is quite yeah, frustrating. Frustrating. What was the was the third place? What was the ratio? Was it three to three of drums and flats? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Is that what yeah, you'd prefer? They did split it up still. If you had six, you know, you know, I do. I know that. I know. I definitely trend flats. I'm, yeah. a, I'm a flats guy over drummies, but I will. I do like to mix in a drummy every now and again. Yeah, I'd say either three, I think three or the four, right, two. Right. four two would be all right. That's, yeah, that would probably be the correct, the golden ratio, as some would say. Um, I was about to say the buffalatio, but fellatio is like another meaning. <laughs> I probably shouldn't say the buffalatio. I kind of like right. that. I think we should use it. <laughs> okay, let's the use the buffalatio. Oh, <laughs> That's fantastic. Um, and then to cap it off, we, we hit up uh, another bar, went and played some poo. It was lovely. Um, and then on our way out, you know what? I was like, feeling hot. I'll throw $20 in the machine. Want another 300 bucks. <laughs> I don't get it, man. Your left turned. <laughs> I don't. You're peaking. I don't know what's going on. I get very generous though. I was, uh, I was handing out dollars like Lloyd Christmas. Uh, when I, when I got it, you know, I'm like, oh, thank you for giving me my money. Here's $20 for you for doing nothing. Handed $20 to my buddy. Um, get to reel a man, have a couple more, like a nightcap. Here's 20 bucks. Keep it all. I don't know. It's not usually my style, but when you're just rolling in it like this, life is good, baby. Life is good. Just keep that karma rolling your way. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. 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 Congrats, Cody. Uh, what about... Thank you, Noah. Feels good. Feels good. Uh, what about... What do you got going for you? Oh, I also, know. I should mention that I did indeed have a 3-0 and weekend on football team winning. Uh, gambling, I broke even because I put some bets down on Monday night, but that's fine. 2-0 in fantasy. Let's go. I had an 0-3 week, but congrats to you, Colin. I'm very happy for you. I really am. Uh, I don't have much. On Saturday night, we went out to dinner with some friends and then went to a uh, Second City comedy show, um, mm. which I believe we did when you were here one time. We did. Yeah. We did indeed. And, uh, it was a good it was, one. It was very funny. I would say the one that we went to the um, on Saturday was very, very good as well. So... I don't really remember anything notable to, to talk about, but it was very good. Yeah, I you should actually if you time. could if you could try to um, if you could try to reenact all of the jokes that they did, that would be really right. good. That's content. coming later. Yeah. That's coming later in the yeah. Pod, that's so actually one there. of our segments. I'll yeah. get there. Um, other than that, not much. I uh, Katie and I carved pumpkins this week and uh, last yeah. night and made uh, made some pumpkin seeds today, but now they're all stuck in my teeth, as I mentioned. So there you go. That's all I got. And I'm excited all for good this weekend. Things. A lot of beers coming yeah. this weekend. 
Yes, many. Uh, we're doing a, I believe we're doing a follower meet and greet this weekend. So if you just want to, all the Chicago listeners, if you want to come out, well, hang out at the bar. at least one at least, I, listener, Reed yeah. will uh, will be in attendance on Shouts Friday Reed. night. Shouts, Reed, and heck of shots, heck of shots. Yeah. Um, all right, that has been beers. That has been beers. All right, coin. Um, we starting with with uh, sixes or other. Do you want to do like a? Let's let's do the road rules. Okay. Let's do other. All right, Coin. We're gonna uh, just give out some thoughts on driving in general. Um, I mentioned to you as I was driving home that uh, I got glared at by a lady on the street um, because probably because I was texting you and uh, I almost ran into her. So I probably <laughs> deserved it, but that sparked <laughs> a uh, the the thought. <laughs> That uh, we might want to air some pet peeves or give some, I don't know, theories on driving etiquette and uh, just yeah. go from there, I suppose. Is that how you yeah. describe it? I'm all, I'm all in. That sounds perfect. Yeah. Okay. Um, I guess before we... I, I don't really know <laughs> if mine are in any specific order. I just would like to Same. mention... I don't think mine are either. Do you have something... Well, let me ask two questions. Do you audibly say things when you get frustrated and you're by yourself at other people often yeah okay. like a, i would say it's it's more uncommon for me to not talk in the car okay me too uh i also said, talk to myself pretty often so do you have any specific things that you say at other drivers are there are there things that you find yourself saying more often than not um it's a similar like variations of like a shit or get off the pot type deal. Uh-huh. Okay. Like fucking do it then. Yeah. Like something like that. Okay. Okay. That's good. Or, or oh, I've had one recently like where I, uh, it's, this is a frustrating one because it, ha- it was happening a lot. Like there is a, this is get probably getting into the rules. I don't even have it down. So this works out right. Okay. There's like a yield sign onto this very busy road, but there's a whole lane dedicated to people using this yield to get over and like turn and nobody knows how to fucking use it. And I just sit in my car and I go, 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 go. Yes. And I'm like moving my head and I hope they can see me. I hope they can see me. <laughs> I imagine they can. And that's an easy word to read yeah. your lips of. So uh, yeah. mine is um, if it's not that bad, I say, oh, you think so? Like when somebody's trying to like come in front of me. If it's really bad, I say, oh, you fucking think so? That's like pretty yeah. much what I say to I use all that. drivers oh, yeah, doing sure. stuff. That's probably yeah. every time I drive, I say that at least once. So, um, oh, I do. I do a lot of when I think people are being really timid driving. Like, oh, come on, buddy, you got it, you got it, buddy. Come on, get over. <laughs> <laughs> I like that you can kind of make light of it a little. It's bit. very and, condescending. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Okay, give me uh, one rule or pet peeve or something that you got for uh, rookie rookie show road rules. Road rules. All right. I'm a, I wouldn't say, so I do, I'm obviously very opinionated. I'm not going to say I'm a perfect driver. I, my f- big faults is I space out a lot when I'm driving and mm. I have a tendency to sometimes treat stop lights as stop signs <laughs> and I shouldn't do that. <laughs> I have definitely almost gotten in some wrecks and I have certainly run a few red lights going pretty fast before. <laughs> That's not great. 
no, not great. Uh, but it's it's always when it's like late and there's nobody around. Like I'm definitely more spaced if there's like I know I'm safe, you know, type of thing. Like inherently, I recognize that there's no other cars for me to be in danger from. Well, you probably are also when there are cars going the other way. You're you're perceiving them in, exactly. in your peripherals and stuff. Yes. So yeah, correct. So. All that to say is, I'm not a big honker, actually. Yeah. I will say a lot of things, and it takes a lot for me to honk. Right. And I think that the honk at the... So, like, say you're stopped at a red light, light turns green. I think that the honk at the green light can only come after, like, four seconds. Like, it's got to be a noticeable, noticeable, like, gap or delay. The... In big cities, people honk immediately after it turns green, and it drives Mm. me insane. It drives me insane. Go fuck yourself. I will say that out loud, too. It's like you yeah. have to, yeah, I agree. Four seconds is probably pretty solid. I'll give a little, I'll give a little beep, but I won't even ever give like, sometimes they just lay on it. You're like, what is oh, your problem? Oh, never, 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 never. Relax. Just give a little beep. They're probably looking at their phone and they fucking, yeah. it's not like they're doing it on purpose. So relax. Right. Um, you mentioned being kind of aloof as a driver. I'm definitely that way, but are you that way with like missing turns? No, I'm actually pretty good. I'm the opposite where... I definitely don't uh, run stop lights, but I uh, if if I'm going <laughs> <Okay>. on a, <laughs> if I'm going on a path that I like typically go and there's a turn that I don't typically take, I will just drive right on past it all the time and just oh, and really? realize realize like ten seconds later, oh, I was supposed to make a turn. I miss turns all the time, and Katie just looks at me like, "What the fuck is wrong with you?" So. I'm definitely aloof in that sense, but I'm a very safe driver. I don't ever like get, cause also I don't panic if I like realize last second that I'm going to no, miss a turn. I just I. go, meh, I'll just, we'll just add another five I'm minutes. I'm not, that's, that's, that's right. another, I'm not a panicky driver whatsoever. No. Just like, we're just going to let it we'll go. We'll figure it out from yeah, here. Exactly. We got it. Okay. That's a good one. Uh, four second, four second honk rule. I'm good with that. Um, my biggest thing is, uh, I get it if it's like two or three or four or five lanes wide and you're in the very, very left lane. It is very, very frustrating when somebody's not going that fast in that left lane. Okay, we get it. Everybody's with you. My rule is if you're not in that left lane, my opinion is every other lane, and you can, you can push back on me on this, it's pretty much fair game for speed, I think. So if I'm going like pretty slow in the second from the left and a five lane road like there are people that get right up behind you and you can tell they're mad because then there's people zooming by on the left or zooming by on the right and they're, they're all mad at you because you're in the fourth from the right and not the the fifth from the right i say fuck those people i say you're not allowed to get mad at somebody for any speed unless they're in the far left lane that's my thing i agree with you i would go as far as to say that so the left lane rule almost stops once you're past two lanes. Like, mm, your, those okay. lanes are, like, I think, in a perfect world, yes. Like, that would be ideal, is that everything should be filtered speed-wise to the left. That would right. be wonderful. Right. Right. The fact is that there are a lot of fucking stupid people out here who right. don't know how to drive, and old people on the road who just kind of do whatever they want. At that point, every lane is fair game to go as fast as you want in. I am a pretty aggressive driver on highways and i will like zip through traffic like pretty wildly if i need to and i'm like i'm not getting i'm not dangerous by any means like i'm not cutting anybody off but like i will speed and switch lanes like pretty quickly and 
weave through traffic as much as I please. So and you, I will never get mad at anybody. That's what I was going to say. So you won't, if somebody's yeah. in the third or fourth lane no. and they're going slow. Okay. No. That's their prerogative. See, my thing is when I'm on big highways, like I'm, I've become a very slow and like not aggressive driver at all. And my thing is, especially on highways, if I can get cruise control or just stick to a certain speed, I'll do that. And so I pick my lane based on just not having people in front of me, not necessarily because I want to go faster. It's just because I want to stay consistent. And so I just feel like people come up on me and, you know, you can tell they're mad, you know, they get close and they wiggle out left and right. Right. So, okay. We're in agreement then. Uh, We'll just say blanket rule is more than two lanes, uh, you can go as fast as you fucking want in any of the lanes. Yeah. But mainly, this, so th- not the left one, but yeah. Th- this was going to be my, my next one. I guess I'll just tie it in here. Is okay. if, if you're going to pass, pass. Like, right. don't fuck around. And like, if you're switching lanes and stuff, like you can't just be going a mile an hour faster than somebody and slowly creep by them. Like, if you're making those moves... You need to be doing that then. Mm-hmm. That needs to be a consistent... I don't think you can be wishy-washy in the way you decide to drive like on the highway. You have okay. to just decide to do things. Right. Yeah, make decisions. That, um... Ooh, that's a nice burp I just had there. There you go. Um, all right, I'll go with... I'll go with this one. All right. When you're driving on a slower road, like in town or whatever, and there's a pedestrian crosswalk, and it's not a stop sign or a stoplight, but it's like a yield to pedestrian thing, I basically make it a general rule that if I see the pedestrian, and I'm cruising along, and it's up to me to stop, and probably legally I'm supposed to stop, I will check my rearview mirror. If there are multiple cars behind me, I will stop. If there are not multiple cars behind me, I'm rolling right fucking through. Because guess what? It's going to take us more time for me to stop and you to make sure I'm stopped and you to walk across than it would be for me to just cruise on through and you come right behind me. So (laughs) you're in on that one. (laughs) You're fist bumping. I have it written down. I have it written down. This is preach verbatim. If there isn't a string of cars behind me, do not stop to let someone cross the street. Uh. You have just wasted both people's time if you stopped. They have to wait for you to slow down, and then you have to wait for them to cross. If you just keep going just as fast, you will both cross the street faster. Guess what? If and, and this actually probably more so applies to if you or me are the pedestrian. I want you to blaze on through so we don't have to do Please the little dance. Please go. Nothing drives me more insane than somebody stopping for me when I'm like... I had already planned on you driving by. If now I'm waiting for you to slow down and I'm pissed. Like I'm more annoyed now. Oh man. We're too too much alike. It's ridiculous. Oh my god. This ma- yes. it makes me so angry. I feel yes. like that for some reason this I definitely developed this at Carol. I feel like on uh, on Benton that was like a common thing. Yeah. Where I'm oh, just yeah. like you motherfucker, just go. And it is like literally the only car on the street. And I'm yeah. like, holy shit. Holy shit. Like, what do you think? Like you're And then get they're looking ticket? at you like smiling, like going like this. And you're like, oh my God. Oh my God. I definitely, uh, when I'm walking too, will say, you just wasted both of our time. <laughs> like I'll say that out loud too. <laughs> uh, okay. What do you got? Great. Uh, fantastic one. No, of course. Um, this is a big one for me. Just in general, everybody should learn how to fucking zipper merge. It drives me insane that this is not common knowledge of like how to do, mm, you know, when yeah. you're, you got the feeder, you got the feeder outlet going into like a main highway and the road narrows 
and it's literally just get middle of each car going. And this is a smooth process. It's actually really great. It's really smart, whoever thought of it. People cannot figure it out. They're like getting into the left lane early. And then there's this huge gap of, I'm like, I'm going to drive up there because you caused this problem. This is your fault. Oh my gosh. Yes. Portland is so bad at this. (laughs) It drives me nuts. People, yeah, people think that they're, they're do I don't know, doing themselves a favor or doing everyone a favor, but like the, the second you get around the corner, crossing over the dashed white lines and just barging your way in and it's just creating everyone over there to stop and then it's creating bigger and smaller gaps. It's just a nightmare. So, yeah. yeah. Well, some people here will like stop in the lane to get over, like wait mm. for somebody to give them a spot and I am just like in my car, like yelling. It is... Is one of the things that probably makes me the most angry on the road. I had a pretty funny the other day. So I have to, I do one every day when I go to work. And um, I ended up pulling up. I think I was probably texting you or looking at something sports sure, on my sure, phone. Sure, and sure, I sure. could see. So I was like glancing up, glancing up. And I was getting ready to do it. I was in my spot. And then there's a car next to me. And I can see the, the lady's driving hand like going like this. Mm-hmm. And she looked like she was like waving me in. And I was about to like look over and be like, get so fucking mad at them. And then I like turned and I realized it was my coworker waving at me. <laughs> I was like, oh man, I was about to yell at you in the traffic. So that was uh, good. Uh, yeah, that would have been amazing if you had just yelled at her. What? I know. What? You think I'm wrong? Incorrect. Uh, okay, learn how to zipper merge. Maybe that, maybe that should be part of driving school. Yeah. Okay, my last one is uh, something that comes with a solution that I'm pretty sure we've either talked about on the pod or maybe it was like a, a high idea or a drunken idea we've talked about before. But um, So the rule is, it's not really a rule, but it's like people that then, ha- when you're in stop traffic on the highway, that people that will literally drive in the shoulder to pass the people. So obviously that is beyond frustrating because no. I always that's when I go oh you think you're way more fucking important than me that's usually what you yeah. say like I bet you I bet you have somewhere important to be now the thing is there probably are occasionally people that have an emergency to get to I'd say a very mm-hmm. very small percentage of the douchebags that very do rare. that that said at one point we talked about this um, we need to have all cars have a voice activated reader board on the back of the car it can serve many purposes, right? So you, you basically say it out loud and then it spits it out on a reader board so the person behind you can see it. Number one, if you're being that douchebag in the shoulder, you can say what uh, the emergency it is that you're uh, trying to get to. Of course, people could lie, but I don't think people necessarily would. And uh, if you say, uh, you know, you're going to hell if you say, oh, my wife's in the hospital and you tell everybody that just so right. you can pass them on the shoulder. So, you know, that karma's getting to them if they blow that. So... They can give an excuse of why they're being a douchebag, but probably more importantly, you can hook it up to your GPS. So if you're on a two-lane road and you're going behind somebody real slow and you're thinking, I might want to pass them, but we're kind of on a curvy lane. I don't know if it's worth it. It tells you how far till their next turn, right? So basically their GPS is showing up on their back window. So if it's like, oh, my next turn is 0.5 miles away. I'm like, well, obviously I'm not going to pass them. I'm going to wait for him to turn. If it's 25 miles, I'd be like, okay, I'm going to try to pass him. Why is this technology, it's, it's definitely plausible. It's easily plausible. I just think we just need to make a standard on all cars. 
Sounds like a good way for people to get murdered, um, which I'm interested in. <clears throat> um, oh, wait, wait, why? Because, because I mean, they're just you couldn't just follow. follow. I guess you could just follow them. That's true. That's true. No, That's I'm true. not saying it's telling your final destination. I'm saying it's like where, where it shows in your navigation what your next turn is, right? That's it. Next mm-hmm. turn, five miles. Or you could do it even so where like, you know, if everybody just agrees to use one navigation app. It can tell you, like, oh, you're up on this car that's about to turn here. Like, you don't need to do anything. It's going to, like, this will even itself out. Don't worry about it. That's true. That would take uh, some more algorithms, I think, but that's definitely doable. If everyone's connected yeah. in the same way, and then it's be like, hey, this guy's using Google Maps, and he's going here. I think right. that lends itself to uh, more people getting murdered, but that would be convenient. Yeah. Right. I like the idea, though. Technology people, figure it out. Yeah, go ahead and get on that and just, you know, cut us in 50%. We're fine. Yeah. Yeah, just pay us for your idea. So. Um, is that your last one? You said? Yes, I'm done. Yeah. Okay, cool. I have two more. That's it. Um, if there is any amount of pause at a four-way stop, you should just go. Oh, man. Speaking my language. Yeah. Somebody's got to fucking go. Don't, that that goes, go. goes back to your just no hesitating and, and make decisions, right? Somebody's got to go. You're decisive. just wasting everybody's time. Right. This is all done faster if you just, if, if somebody's like, oh, who was your first? Like, guess what? It was me. I was. I was yeah. the first one. Yeah. Every time, no matter what. Um, and then this is more of a complaint slash non-understanding of like how road lights work. All left turn signals should be optional after the green. Like, there is no reason after. So, you know, there are the lanes and then there's the left turn lane. There's no reason that should ever just be red. Mm. It should always be yellow. Right, 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 right. I'm with you on that. Yeah. How come sometimes they'll do the flash in yellow or sometimes they'll just deluminate it entirely and it's just a green light. And so you can just go when when there's a gap. For, For what reason should I not be able to turn left? Like, if if it was an option before... It should be still. I shouldn't have to wait for a full another cycle just because you have this short-ass turn signal. That makes no sense. I'm certain that somebody out there could give you an explanation of why they do that, but fuck that person. I don't think it's a good enough reason. I'm with you. No. Correct. Okay. Allow turns, allow left turns at your own discretion. Correct. Oh, and then uh, buckle up because I love you. Buckle up because I love you. Oh, thanks. Yeah. That was to me, that right? Nice. Yeah, of course. By the way, uh, listeners, if you didn't know, coin turned 30 yesterday. I did. Uh, you didn't no. give any, any, you didn't do anything for your birthday? Or you didn't get anything No, pretty, oh. pretty mild. I'm kind of, I'm kind of counting this coming weekend as a joint birthday weekend with listener yeah. Nate Heinrichs. So shout yeah. Nate as well. His How birthday will be Saturday. That's right. So. Okay, fair um, enough. Yeah, didn't, didn't do too much. Took it, took it pretty easy yesterday. Okay, well, glad to hear it. All right, that has been uh, Rookie Show Road Rules. Rookie Show Road Rules. All right, coin, it is week six, which means it is time for the six draft. Six draft. Let's go, baby. Some strong sixes at the top of the list here, I'd say. There are. I know. I uh, it, I knew it was going to happen, and then I, I honestly, when you texted me that you wanted to cut down to three, I was like, I bet you in a half hour he texts me that he wants to go back to five because he found some good ones. I just think three just is just so limiting, and like you can't get like simultaneously get 
like obvious strong picks and kind of stupid picks. Like exactly, it just, it just doesn't allow as much. And there's some fun. that that are deserving of a pick where it's you know like the on menchies just doesn't right. do it justice. Like they need they be in that four or five slot. Like you earned that slot. Yeah. I do still think four and five as a whole are still much stronger than six, but there's there's still some good options on six. Would you? I agree? would agree. Okay. Right. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I think that there are. A couple right at the top that I think are really, really strong. Yeah. And I'm sure I would be shocked, I don't think, if we, if we didn't have the same 1-1. One, one. I don't even know my 1-1, one, one, honestly. I, I think I okay. probably That's know. Good. I think one of my two choices is probably your 1-1. One, one. I, I, I think I know where you're going. Yeah. We'll, uh, we'll see. Okay. Yeah. I think I know what my first two would be. Yeah. So I'm hoping, obviously. I'm a, I am hoping for the first overall pick, but... All right, well, let's decide. How are we going to decide? All right, I think we should flip. Flip? Uh, uh coin. coin. Good idea. All right, call it in the urinal. Okay, I'll probably call tails. Never fails. It is heads. Oh, wow, you're hot. I think it was like three and a half. I'm hot. Yeah. Even though, even though hotly contested last week because of the, the dropped quarter. I know, uh, I know. A lot of a lot me. of people in my mentions about it. It was crazy. Cost me Mamba number five and five dollar foot long, but so be it. Yep, yep. Um, all right, Noel. To kick off the six yeah. draft, mm-hmm. I will be taking six pack of tall girls. Mm. Just okay. give me the six pack of beer right off the bat, especially you know. Four seventy nine for a six or a hams. Give me, give me the Bud Light tall girls. Give me, give me, but uh, Coors heavies. I don't care, all of them. Okay, this is actually pretty interesting because, uh, like, would you now allow me to turn around and take a six pack of twelvers? That's a good point too. I don't know. Um, I guess because, you could. Because I, because like, should I, think, I take in just six pack of beer? Yeah, and I think I'll give it to you because then okay. the debate to me would become. As a standalone thing, a six pack of bottles is kind of. I might, yeah. I might lean that. Like you, you walking in with a six pack of bottles. Yeah, it feels uh, is, good. Is a little, a little different than. I know you don't get as much bang like, for your buck as the uh, teeners, but. Getting back to Montana and grabbing a six pack of like salmon fly honey rye or something like that. Right. Exactly. It's it's nothing. Yeah. Better. So I will give okay. you six, pack, six of beer, pack of beer. And that was thank you. That was either my one A or one B. Um, okay. This one I'm just going to take because I'm sure you'll want it. It's a pretty obvious pick. It's not too flashy, I would say. But I will be taking uh, Miami LeBron James with my top pick. Yeah, good pick. Um, as as Bron stands, I just couldn't. I am wearing an ugly Lakers number six Bron jersey in honor of this. That's a pretty um, bad jersey. <laughs> it's not as bad as the all blues, in my opinion. But Yeah, I agree with you. Either way. Um, yeah. Yeah, he just was an absolute freak. I think people people forget. People forget how much of a freak athlete Miami LeBron was. And uh, fuck Bill Russell, you know? R.I.P., but fuck him. Yeah. I would even go as far as to give you, as, along with Miami LeBron, I'd give you Olympic LeBron as well. Okay. What, and what about six? Like, I just get all LeBrons wearing six. Yeah, all six LeBrons, if okay. I think is good. Okay, just wanted to make, make sure I got Miami LeBron. So. Which, I don't know, I'm not going to speak for you completely, is my preferred. I wish he wore six all the time, because I'm, I'm of the opinion, like, you know, just everybody wore the 23 because of MJ. Like, you should just, you, if you're going to be that good, like, leave the 23 for guys who think they're good, but they're not actually that good. 
if you're going to be like really good, you should wear a different number. Yeah, he should have. He should as soon as he came into the league, he should have realized that. Like with people comparing yeah. him to Jordan, it's like if you actually think you're going to be the best ever, then maybe have your own. Don't number. wear twenty three. Yeah, you're not but even going to be the best to wear your number. Come on. I, I do like how he's changed every year for the past three years. Yeah, and now he's back to twenty three, right? <laughs> I know. That's what I'm uh, saying. Yeah. He went. Yeah. Twenty three, six, twenty three. Yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah. all right. Second pick for you. Good pick. Good pick, Noel. Um, I don't think you're taking that one. I will take. I will take the pick six. Mm. I I it bu- always bummed me out that this is something I never got to do. Uh, mm. Obviously, had a lot of interceptions in my high school career. It's pretty good. Doesn't matter. Um, but I just think a pick six is up there with like coolest plays in football like taking the ball and immediately scoring and like housing it and you know all the go in the distance all the whole defense turns to blockers it's it's a pretty sick play did you never have one because you're too slow or what's what was the problem no i uh yeah i mean i maybe that could have been it i was never that close i feel like all my picks were like around like the 50 50 yard line uh so house it bro yeah i know just not fast enough well i can tell you not good at blocking from experience, that pick sixes are great. <laughs> um, great pick, great pick. Um, reminds me of how we were talking about the commander's number one overall pick this year, whose name is Emmanuel Forbes, and we were uh, talking about how he has a sweet record for most pick sixes in a season um, in college football history, I think. And uh, yeah. turns out, he might not be good because DJ Moore made yeah, him his he might actually on Thursday night. So be kind of bad. Yeah. Well, he weighs like 160 pounds. So uh, anyway, pick six is a good pick. Thank you, Noel. All right, you, what's your second pick? You picked pick six for the six draft. Correct. Six, pick, pick, six. six was a good pick for the pick six. Pick six mm-hmm. was a good pick for the six draft. Okay. That's my dog um, drinking water in the background, just for anybody who is interesting. In the I lives. saw you put the peanut butter on yourself. Don't. don't. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, this is tough now. I think I could go a lot of different directions. Um, <laughs> no, I'll, I'll save that one for later. Let's go with, uh, I'll take the sixth man a year. I'll go with coming yeah. off the bench. I'll go with Ginobili. I'll go with the greats, Jamal Crawford. I'll go with uh, Harden on OKC. You know, not uh, not much else. Lemon Pepper like Lou. Lemon Pepper Lou is on there. Um, being that guy that can uh, not start and can provide the spark. I mean, it's it's a really important role on a basketball team. You, I would argue that six man is actually the job that every every single basketball player wants. That are like, oh, my whole job is to come in and just score. Like, that sounds ideal. Yeah, without question. I mean, you can still be a Hall of Famer as an all-star. Manu proved it, you Correct. know? So, yep. I don't know if Jamal Crawford probably won't be a Hall of Famer. Who knows? Yep. They let everybody in now. but Yeah, they do let everybody in. Um, yeah, on my list. Good pick. Kay. Good pick. Okay. Oh, All right. Let's turn... To I don't think this is on your list, but I, I just want to take it here just in case. Okay. We'll be turning to food here. Okay. Go ahead and give me the six pack and a pound. Mm-hmm. 
from Taco John's. That is six soft shell tacos, pound of potato Olays. You're pouring, you're putting the Olays in the tacos, smothering those bitches with nacho cheese, and you're having yourself a little Sunday. Here's the thing. It is on my list because I thought of it, but I was not going to pick it. I'm a noted non-Taco John's guy. Yeah, uh, which is crazy to me, honestly. Well, it's just that I just, I don't sink to the level of the peasants that eat just ground beef tacos. Like, if I'm getting tacos, give me chicken, give me steak. Uh, you know, just don't bother with that peasant food. Yeah, that's, you know, you can get ch- chicken tacos there, that's fine. And it's even that fake chicken that you like. What? Yeah. Okay, but it's probably an upcharge. I mean, the whole allure of six pack and a pound is like it's cheap. So uh, ignore that comment then. Cut that. Cut that. Okay. Okay. I acknowledge it's a solid pick. Okay. All right. I'm going to go a different direction here. Um, roll with me on this one. I'm going to go with the six inch penis as my next, uh, as my next pick. Must be nice. Uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> I, this is what I'd like to have. I'm saying I'd like to have. Uh, no, I do think that a six-inch penis is the cutoff where you can kind of be proud about your penis size. Like, is anybody like? <laughs> has anyone ever bragged about a five and three-quarters-inch penis? <laughs> I certainly haven't. <laughs> but like, you hear six-inch penis. It's you know, it's a respectable yeah, you're like, penis. Oh, it's respectable, John. Yeah, you're good. yeah. That's the level at which your penis is respectable. So six-inch cock is going on my list. That's fair. You know what? I I, I would be remiss. It, it, it crossed my mind. Okay. Okay. Certainly. I wondered if it yeah. Did. I, 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 if it yeah. Did. Yeah. Of course. Of course. I I agree with you. It's probably the benchmark. It's it's similar. Like, I think that there is. I've seen some of those, you know, sex talk shows or sex podcasts. They always mm-hmm. have the the six 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 rule is like the six inch penis, six foot, six figure salary. Oh, which is just those are a lot of things. Like I don't have any of those. So. Oh, yeah, yeah. I have I have all of them. So just kidding. That's nice. Congratulations. Just I make seven figures. Um, so, <laughs> uh, okay. So wait, so it's, good pick. Oh, that's interesting. You bring that up, but okay, maybe maybe those can be picks later on. Those other sixes. Those could be. Yes, I guess I didn't even think of that. Uh, dang. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, I think I'm gonna go. It deserves to be a top four pick, so I'm gonna go ahead and take uh, the six milligram Zin. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, I, I have, I have since in the last couple of years switched to the three milligrams because I like to zin so much while I drink, but the, the way the six milligram hits is, is quite nice. And on the, on the odd occasion that I'm with some buddies that'll have them and I haven't been drinking too much, it is, it is a wonderful little, little buzz you get. So you've got your, yourself a nice little evening planned with your six pack of beer, your six pack and a pound and your six, <laughs> <I really> do. <laughs> six milligrams in. Wait, what was your other one? Uh, pick six. Oh, pick six. Oh, see, there you go. You can watch someone get a pick six because we know you're not getting one. Um, yep. Good pick. Good pick. Not my, not my style again. Not a zinner. But okay. uh, I, I do appreciate you giving it that four spot despite knowing that it wasn't coming off my board. It's a respect. Yeah, I mean, I knew, I knew you weren't taking it, but I, just, I wanted it to have the notoriety, the recognition that it deserves. Okay. Noel, what's your, what's your four? A fourth pick. I'm going to go with 6-6, six, six, the date. 
June 6th, which is the anniversary of D-Day, a very important day in history, World War II. You may have heard of it. Uh, heard. N- Normandy, which is in Correct. France. Correct. And, uh, <laughs> Drilled it. And some dudes came on the boat, and they won some battles and stuff. And like it was big time Heck of for, battles. The, for the good they guys. They did, yes. It was a good day yep. for the good guys. So, uh, shouts to D-Day. Have you have you seen Band of Brothers? No, that's like the really long one, right? It's like ten hours long or something. Or I don't yeah, but it's like it's like a bunch of episodes. But yes, it is. Uh, it's it's worth the watch. I finally gave it a watch last year. It is wild. You'll watch it and be like, Jesus Christ! There are so many fucking famous people in this movie. Like mm. Tom Hardy doesn't even have like barely a speaking part in the in the show. He's wow. just like in there, and you're yeah. he's in the background. You're like, oh hey. <laughs> um, yeah, there's a there's a lot of dudes. Um, the the it's funny like now the the main guy in Band of Brothers is probably the least famous person. Oh yeah, of all like the show. Yeah, I uh, will it's have him. To check and it then out. the other the other guy like his best friend is the dude from um, Office Space, the main mm-hmm. guy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there's, I wouldn't there's know a, his It's name. it's worth worth checking out. I feel like it was because is it considered a movie or a show? Show. It's a show. Like, I seem to remember it being like framed as like a six-part movie. Like it wasn't, but I don't know. That's why I remember it as being really Could long. Be. But I guess in the context of like now everyone binge watches shows, I feel like it was pre that. Yeah, that's fair. So it seemed long at the time, but it's not really. Yeah, exactly. It's like a mini series now. It'd be like you know, any normal ten-episode show. Yeah. Okay. Worth 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 watching though. I would say. I haven't watched the... They just added all this stuff to Netflix. I haven't watched The Pacific yet is the the second version of it. Don't know okay. if we'll get around to it. We'll see. Hmm. It is okay. certainly a time commitment. Not a happy watch. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Let us know. Um, a few different directions I could go. Let's go this one. This one's a little out there. I wonder if you have this on your list. I'm going to go in my five slot. I'm going to go the six degrees of separation. I think it's just pretty cool to think about like how many people you could be connected to by the sixth person, especially, especially in a place like Montana where it's probably three. Like yeah. I, you're probably anybody in the state, you're probably within three three people of that person. For sure, for sure. Granted, it's only yeah a million people, um, but yeah, I agree. Uh, nothing. I'm trying to think of uh, how to phrase this. I guess um, it doesn't get any less impressive when you have a small world story or like less cool. It's always cool no. when you, you yeah. find a connection with somebody. And I I like to think that uh, you know, you meet people and some people are good at connecting. I like to think a lot of us, like a lot of my friends and a lot of people I know and especially people from Montana. It's just, it's the natural state is like, oh, where are you from? Do you know this person? Like, oh, I know this person from here. Like, that's crazy. Like, let's see if they know that person. It's, it's a fun game to play wherever you go. So the six degrees of separation is just a interesting, I don't want to say party trick, but like, a, it's a good like opener slash, you know, just a conversation piece at any point. Sure. Sure. I'm with you. Okay. Uh, my fifth pick, I'm going to go with sixth place in high school track. Um, they let you still stand up there next to the podium, not on the podium, but you get to be yeah. next to it and you're given like a, uh, I don't know, a white ribbon maybe, or a, white I, ribbon, I think it may yeah. be green. I'm not sure. Yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah, I remember 
getting seventh place at state in the 100 meter dash and being a little bummed out because I missed out on the next to the podium spot. I too got seventh place in the 300 hurdles. See, there you <laughs> go. We experienced the same thing. <laughs> what a shame. What a shame. Yeah. Um, good pick, Noel. Yeah, it, it is interesting. That, but it's, and it's funny, too, because the podium has five spots, and the mm-hmm. sixth one is on the ground. Right, exactly. Hilarious. You get to stand yeah. next to the podium. You're not even on yeah. it. But you get yeah. to be in the photo. <laughs> right. That's all that matters. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right, great picks. Um, any on Menchies? I do have several. Um, some that I'm, pro- I'm sure crossed your mind. Six Flags. Have you been to a Six Flags before? I have. I used to go often. Actually, when I was a kid, they had this really sweet setup at the one near me where um, there was this barge in the middle of the water, and it was a uh, it was the Batman demonstration, and they would blow it up every day. It was really cool. Oh, that is cool. It was fucking sweet. Yeah. Where near you? Where? When I was in California, oh. I was a kid. Okay, yeah. I might have been the one. Was it Magic Mountain or something like that? Oh no, because um, I was in Southern. I went to one in Southern California. No, it would have been like Northern California. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I had six flags. I had a six-string guitar. Uh, you know, it's something. Thought you might, yeah. Um, ones I just thought of just now that weren't on my list until I just thought of them, as I mentioned. Um, the original six uh, NHL teams, right? They call them the original six. That sounds right. Or did I make that up? It was like. Can you name them? Boston, New York, Pittsburgh, Montreal. Toronto, I don't know. I'm guessing at this point. Detroit, maybe. I don't know. Probably not Detroit. Probably. That actually sounds right. Okay. I, would, I would actually give you all of those. In fact, that's them. Don't look it up. I um, would be shocked if the Blackhawks weren't one of them. But Yeah, Blackhawks may be over to I feel Toronto, like Chicago maybe. always has like one of the original teams. Yeah, it could be. Yeah. Uh, the last ones I oh I have two more. Um, I thought of the original six Star Wars films or the original six oh, yeah. Lord of the Rings films. If you if you like the Hobbits, uh, if you're into that kind of thing, that just crossed my mind just now. Uh, right. Lastly, if I didn't get Miami Brown, and I wanted a jersey number. Really slim pickings for number six in general. It is um, tough, tough number. But I'll go with Santana Moss at the University of Miami wore number six. Oh, good Pretty swag. Yes. Yeah. Okay. That's all I got. Like what do you got? Um, I have in here uh, a touchdown. Obviously, pretty basic of pick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, wasn't gonna take the six cents. I can't imagine you were either. No. I had three six nine. Damn, she fine. Would you have given that to me? I think I would have. Yes, I think I would have. I would nice. have given you a nice. par- part of, partial credit. All right. Uh, a six shooter. I like the way they say it in westerns. I got a mm. six shooter on my hip. Mm-hmm. That just means that, uh, like a revolver that's got six bullets. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yep. Um, six feet under the expression. Yeah, how about that? What's the Creed song? Is it called Six Feet? Hold me now. Because I'm six, six feet, feet from, from the edge. edge. You, know, you can be six feet there. from the edge and you could be six feet under. Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's good. I um, wish I thought of that. I was trying to look up. So there, I used to think it was because I think it was because it started in sixteen sixty one or two, something like that, uh, around a plague <coughs> era, and there was a decree by like the king or whatever he was 
people should be buried six feet deep. And I don't think there was any scientific reasoning. He was like, that's probably the amount of space we need like so that an animal doesn't dig a decaying, plagued body up. Sure. Makes sense to me. Yeah. Seems pretty reasonable. Yep. Uh, finally, I have <coughs> Nikki Six. Do you know who that is? No. Musician, uh, Motley Crue co-founder, and the writer of Kickstart My Heart, which is a phenomenal party starting song. Uh, I don't know if I know that one either, or I'd have to hear it. You definitely have heard it. We might have to end the podcast with it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Great song. Okay. Good pick. That has been, or I guess we could give oh, a list. I, I also need to oh, say sorry. that uh, Nikki Six's actual name is Frank Carlton Serafino Ferrana Jr. <laughs> Nikki Six is what he goes by. Is it because he has six names? <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I guess so. Uh, all right, we can give our list real quick. I've got uh, oh, Mi- yeah, yeah. a Miami LeBron. I've got uh, Sixth Man of the Year. I've got a Six Inch Penis. I've got. Uh, 6th place in high school track and what did I skip? D-Day 6-6 six, six. Nice I've got a 6 pack of beer Pick 6 6 pack in the pound 6 milligram zinnies <coughs> and the 6 degrees of separation Okay Well done, Coin I, I think it's just less, less flashy than 4s and 5s but, but solid lists I would agree I would agree yeah. I'm, I'm hopeful for, for next week That's okay 7 should be good 7's a big number Yeah <laughs> All right, Coin. Uh, quick thoughts on Week Five in the NFL. Um, the Niners in good. Niners in good. Let's give a quick shout out to listener Pip because your team in good. I was uh, talking a lot of shit with him recently about Brock Purdy, um, who I guess I'll say in good, but let's. It's, 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 so this is what I did with Jalen Hurts last year, and I realized that they're in much different situations and much different pedigree. But uh, I didn't want to admit Jalen Hurts was good, and it took me until the Super Bowl to finally admit it. So that's probably what's going to happen again this year. I'm not going to admit it. I think he's got some good qualities. He does some nice things. But uh, I'm not ready to call him elite until, until he really proves it. I would agree. But I do think that we actually have seen like, some decent Brock Purdy like, um, progression yeah. It does feel like he's like timing more throws. He's throwing to windows, throws guys open now that he wasn't doing before, you know. There's a lot of times, and you can watch games like, yes, uh, there's a lot of times where Purdy is throwing to dudes who are, there's nobody within five yards of those guys. And fairly, you could be like, yeah, he's not doing that much. But he's, he is doing more now. I feel like he's fitting those windows. I love seeing Dallas get their ass beat. Yeah. As do I. Uh, the last team to beat the 49ers in the regular season was the Atlanta Falcons. So, shouts to me. Uh, the last team uh, to beat Jalen Hurts in the regular season was the Washington Commanders. That's right. That's right. Um, we have the best two teams in the league. That's just swag. And they're um, squaring off. I guess we should probably... I'm not going to apologize to Bears fans, but that team, that your team still does suck. You know what? We should be given a pass on our loss because Dick Buckus died. That's bullshit. Yeah, if I'd have known... If I'd have known he was going to die, I would have flipped the opposite way. I know. A Dick Butkus memorial game? Like, come on. Yeah, come How on. How do we know that on. was going to happen? That's so I agree. We should, we should revoke those picks. If I was a Bears fan, I would, every week, murder a franchise legend. <laughs> and then, maybe, you just kind of win out for the rest of the year. 
Who do we have to save though? Uh, Jay Cutler. Don't actually. I'd probably don't kill would, Jay. You guys would probably play bad if you killed Jay. I don't know how how much would it hurt the Chicago advertising economy if you killed Brian Urlacher. <laughs> we were just driving by on Saturday. We drove to a pumpkin patch, and there were like nine different billboards. The Latest one I saw was American Hairlines, which uh, was, seems obvious, but I hadn't seen it before. Um, but it's it's you won't believe it; they're everywhere around the airport. It's the airport, like, baby. Go, O'Hare Airport. Erlacher, <laughs> yeah. uh, I'd be all right if if we smited him next. Yeah, we maybe we maybe hang on to Devin Hester too. I don't want him dead either. Oh yeah, D Hest can stay. Yeah. Um, what else we got? Um, any thoughts, Noel? Um, that Bears Commanders thing, that was probably the most uh, embarrassing loss of my fanhood career. That was just fucking terrible. It was awful. It was Not one great. of the worst experiences that first half. And then we like tried to maybe come back to where we like cut it to 10 and then, oh my God. Anyway, we're moving past that. Um, some other thoughts, uh, we should have seen, we both talked about this that we kind of did, but we should have put some money on the Jags over the bills. That felt like a one that we should have seen in hindsight. I bet. I think that we were saying like, avoid this game if you can, like I would yeah. not bet it. Right. That's yeah. what we were saying last week. Yeah, We were, but we should have just bet it cause we both leaned Jags. Um, yeah. Patriots and Giants are just unwatchable. Like are those the oh two God, worst dude. fucking teams Holy in the, like, shit. Maybe Carolina's worse, but like I'd rather watch Carolina uh, because yeah. they play in either high scoring or Bryce Young might suck, but he might do something exciting. I don't know. Just Mac Jones and Daniel Jones. Although Tarad may be playing now, so we might have to change our mm, minds on Tarad. Um, and then the Tennessee Titans are just unbettable, I think. Would you agree with that? Do not touch that. Here's their season so far. They open with a one-point loss to the Saints. They beat the Chargers by three. They get beat by 25 by the Browns. They beat the Bengals by 25. And then they lose by a touchdown to the Colts with Gardner Minshew. Like, how do you... How do you figure your way around that one? I'm not really sure. So we just got to stay away. It's uh, they're, they're the epitome. They are like what the AFC South is as a whole. They're just this aggregate team taking all of this angst and nonsense that is this AFC South division that never makes any sense year over year and refuses to be good. It's disgusting. Yeah. Uh, and my, oh, that was it. My other thought was uh, shout to Pip and the Niner. Well, I don't know yeah. why I dropped all my S's on that sentence. Shout to Pip and the Niner. I meant to say shouts to Pip and the Niners. There we go. I forgot Shout my Pips S's. and Niner. Yeah. Shout Pips and a Niner, singular. Okay, uh, let's get into it, Coin. It's time for the bookie show. The bookie show. Last week, on the whole, not great. No thanks to me. I was one three and one, lost forty two bucks. Uh, the push was, of course, the Cuns minus two, which I said on the pod. I wanted to wait for it to go down, and it actually went up. And you did. of course, I did. bet it at two and a half and lost. But I got the I got the push on the pod. Uh, I am ten eleven and one, but I'm still up five dollars on the year. Hey. Um, Coin, two and three, but you still made $12, thanks to a nice little parlay. Um, you are 12, 11, and one, 
positive record, and plus $334. <laughs> Shouts to them, them big odds. Um, our combo bets, over two. Missed the teaser and missed the parlay. We're three and five on the year. We're down 16 bucks. So thanks to Coin and my $5, we are up $323 on the year. That's right. That's right. That is an average of, what is that, 60-something bucks a week? Uh, yeah, sure is. Perfect. We're crushing nice. it. Uh, Thursday night football. We've got Broncos at Chiefs. Chiefs by 10.5 over under 48. What is your thought on this one? Noel, I'm sure you saw it. It was floating around Twitter all day and has been for the last few years, too. The Chiefs have not lost to the Broncos since 2017. Hmm. 15? 17. That is a long time. I don't think it stops on Thursday. I would like the Chiefs minus four and a half, but I will take the over in this game. Yeah, I think uh, Denver's defense is so bad, um, and their offense maybe isn't quite as bad as people think. It's not as bad. It's like maybe league average, maybe league average. Chiefs D is pretty raw, I would say. They're they're pretty solid, but not bad. The Chiefs could put up forty for sure. So I'm with you. Let's go. Favorite and the over, just like last week. What okay. could go wrong? What could go or wrong? Or no, we went under last week, and then the yeah, Bears put up 40. Did. So, All right, what's your first pick? First pick, Noel, is the Philadelphia Eagles and the New York Jets under 41 points. Okay, okay. okay. This Eagles offense hasn't looked like the world beater it did for the last couple of years, and this Jets defense, all they've done is prove that they're legit and that they can hold good teams to not incredible performances. And I also like that the Eagles defense is not going to back down. I think that <clears throat> Jalen Carter and this defensive line is kind of in the backfield all day. I don't know if the Jets get into the end zone even. I think this is a 20-9 to nine game. I'm, uh, I'm with you on the Jets not being able to score. I, uh, I'm not sure if I'm totally sold on the Jets, D, but... Uh, they're solid. I don't know if they're elite, but I agree that this game feels like an under and uh, the Jets don't score a lot of points, so I'm with you. Okay. All right, I'm going to take a favorite. Last week we uh, bet a lot of favorites and they all won, so let's continue it. Let's go Lions minus three at the Bucks. Uh, feels low. Lions look awesome. I guess the Bucks deserve some respect, um, but just looking back at their schedule, right, they beat the Saints week one. They lost by a couple touchdowns to Philly week two, and then they beat Chicago and Minnesota week three and four. So have they really done anything? No. They're three and one, sure. I think they've looked solid. Bakers look solid. But the Lions are definitely the best team they've played, and it's just a field goal. So I'm taking it. You think that the Lions are definitely better than the Eagles? Okay. They're not better than the (laughs) Eagles. The best team... I meant to say they're better than any of the teams that the Tampa Bay has beat. Let's go with that. Let's go with that. Okay, let's go with that. They're That's definitely, now. the Eagles are better. I apologize. I, I misspoke there. Yeah. Thanks for calling me out. I appreciate it. You're welcome. Um, okay, let me go ahead and contradict that right away. Uh, Great. Let me go an underdog teaser here. Sweet. Give it to me. Plus 160. I've got the Texans plus seven and a half against the Saints. Okay. I kind of hate this one. The Patriots plus nine. Against the Raiders. Okay. And the Tampa Bay Buccaneers plus nine against the Detroit Lions. Okay. Okay. Um, 
I I just like. Do we think Bill Belichick gets embarrassed like that two weeks in a row, especially going against the, Josh? Uh, hold on, damn it, three weeks, three weeks, in a row. three weeks in a row, yeah, three weeks in a row. <laughs> I mean, people were and saying that about it happening. Josh twice McDaniels, yeah. Um, this Texans team is good. Like the, Stroud is good. He's a good yeah. quarterback. I think yeah. they're frisky. I don't think that they win this game. I think it's probably a three point loss, but I like them to cover at least a touchdown. And then. Baker's just playing with all the confidence in the world, and they're coming off the extra rest. They're coming off the bye week. I like that for them against the Lions. That's true. Um, the Lions yeah. team who has been better than probably we both thought that they would be. Yeah. Yeah, I uh, I actually do like the Pats pick, and I do like the Texans pick with those extra points. Um, and I don't super hate. Like I don't. I wouldn't necessarily predict that the Lions blow out uh, Detroit. I, so I think. If you're getting, what do you say, nine points, ten points? Nine, yeah, nine. nine. Yeah, no, I don't hate that. I mean, I'm not, I'm not betting it obviously since I'm betting Lions, but I think that many points isn't bad. So, okay. <clears throat> All right, give me an under. Let's go. Uh, I'm just going back to the one that burned me last week. I'm taking another Bengals. I, I apologize. I'm going the other way. Over is what I meant to say. Ah, uh, yes. Bengals, Seahawks over 45 and a half. Uh, Bengals offense yeah, looked like they, they rebounded. Not that the Cardinals are world, world beaters, but um, playing Seattle, whose defense is not good. Um, they're, they're average at best. I trust Geno to put up points. They, they're, they were so banged up before the bye, so they're coming off a bye. They've gotten a little healthier. I just think 45 is not that, that bad. I think it's probably a 27-24 game, something like that. I Considered yeah. going Seahawks plus three, but I, I do think that there's a chance that maybe we overrate the Bengals bounce back because it was against Arizona. And like there was some weird, like that pick six at the end of the half, and it was still close in the fourth quarter. So this, the score didn't really indicate how bad the, the or how much the Cardinals hung with the Bengals. Um, but I think I'm just going to lean the over and maybe stay away from the spread. Yeah, that's totally fair. Um, I, I, when you said the number, I honestly was expecting it to be probably like 49 or 50. Yeah. So 45 See, and a half feels like a good number. Yeah. I'm trying to think, I guess they, I mean, Bengals defense is solid and I guess they're just maybe trying not to overreact to the Bengals because they, how bad their offense was the first four weeks, but it did, it did seem pretty right. good to me. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. Cool. I am going with, so I have no lines on these yet. I don't know the yardage. <coughs> I'm going to give you a couple props. Yeah. We are going, I'm going to give you some props in the game that we are going to. So I will give you Kirk Cousins and KJ Osborne parlay, whatever their over receiving or passing and receiving yard totals are. I know it's probably going to be rainy. Yeah. And that's going to be a little nasty. All Kirk he does is put up yards. Okay. That's all he does. Yep. Um, And KJ Osborne seems to be just the recipient of whatever, like people are going to, they're going to key on uh, Hawkinson, probably going to try to stop Addison. KJ Osborne's just always there. He's Take a couple there. deep shots. Kirk loves yeah. throwing to KJ Osborne. So probably whatever their overs will be, it'll be like a plus 280 part or whatever. Okay. Like it? Uh, I'll give you a prop as well. Give me Devontae Smith over receiving yards. Uh, it was 61 and a half going into last week. They're playing the Jets. Uh, I imagine it'll be the same or slightly lower. Uh, Devontae mm-hmm. Smith last game had one catch for six yards. 
Um, but his he's alternated good and bad weeks this year. He had 47 the first week, 131, then 28, then 78, and then 6. So he's kind of alternating good and bad weeks. I think Sauce rightfully will be focused on A.J. Brown because A.J. Brown has actually been lighting bitches up for three weeks. So uh, I think that gives Devontae some opportunities to uh, catch some passes. So Devontae Smith. Yep. No, I like this pick a lot, especially like the way that they, it does seem that the Eagles kind of vacillate between who they're targeting each week. And I know that I, we should have probably seen it coming after A.J. Brown was bitching about not getting any receptions and yards and stuff like that, that he was going to kind of go off the next week. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> all right. My final is another prop. And in, again, in the same Bears-Vikings game, give me Darnell Mooney first touchdown. Whoa, interesting. Probably, if I had to guess, is going to be like 20 to 1. So Yeah, that dude's like not get, involved I can get in the this team at all. Although Claypool's yeah. gone now, so maybe maybe now he is. But never know. You never know. They just maybe they dial, up, yeah. Yeah, they dial up a trick play or something, and they throw the deep guy. Okay, tasty. Yep. You're just taking those tasty. big old odds. Yep. All right, I'm taking a big odds bet as well. And uh, I, I like this one a lot, Quinn. But you have to let me explain it. Let me get to the end before you, Can't you judge it. Chiefs versus Broncos goes to overtime plus fourteen hundred. Sounds like a bad bet, right? Because Chiefs probably kicked their ass. Here's the thing: I'm gonna be rolling this bet over every week in every Chiefs game until they go to overtime. Uh, this team has been toying with inferior teams. Uh, they've been winning one-score games. And maybe I'm crazy. I didn't look this up. feels like they tend to play overtime games. They play overtime playoff games. They tend to get themselves in positions where they're down by three or seven with two minutes left and Mahomes comes back and ties it. They just seem like a team that's destined to go to overtime. Are they going to go to overtime sometime in the next 10 games? I say yes. And why not on a weird Thursday night when they're 10-point favorites against a division rival. I'm pretty sure last year they went to overtime against Denver, right? And won. They did indeed, remember? Yeah, uh, they were down because we were talking about going to that game and that was ended up being an awesome game. It was like 30-30. Yep. to 30. Yep. Yes. They play Denver a couple times. They play the Chargers. They play, um, I think, Philly. They play uh, like a bunch of good teams or division teams that get funky games. So I'm just going to keep rolling it. We're going to see what happens. I'm betting overtime in the Chiefs game until it hits. I love it. Okay. I, I think I would like to tail for like one of the Chargers weeks. That feels like such a easiest overtime game in the world. I think that's next week. So uh, we'll, okay, we'll see. Great. I mean, if it hits this week, then fuck it. I'll just let it ride. Double yeah. down. Frick it. <laughs> Why not? Uh, okay. Uh, Coin, do you have that dog in you? I got that. Dog. I got that dog in me. Time for underdog picks. Uh both losers last week, I believe. Correct. Oh yes, you I said that the Jets was too easy. Yeah, so I didn't want that on me. Yeah, and so it you was picked the Panthers, and that was not good. Uh, no. I, I picked the Rams, also not great. They they kind of hung with Philly a little bit, but uh, I'm three and two, and you're two and three on the year. I think we're still plus money. Um, I know who I'm picking, and I know you're not picking them, so. And you probably know who I'm picking, too. I don't. Oh, okay. Well, I don't know if you, you, you checked a, take a, took a look at the slate, but the Washington Commanders are playing in Atlanta. Um, I do respect the Cuns. 
Uh, I am curious as to why we're getting that extra half point. Feels like we're pretty evenly matched teams. Feels like it should be a three-point line. I wish I was getting that little extra juice. That said, I think it's a decent spot for us coming off this brutal loss, but a couple extra days rest. Um, I just I, I, I like the commies here, and it's it's in a rivalry game, a rookie show rivalry game. So I'm just gonna go ahead and take yeah. it. I actually I you know I looked at the game and yeah. I was looking at my pick 'em my pick 'em pool uh, earlier today, and I was like, I kind of like the commies this mm. week. I obviously will still be making a bet with you on the game, yes. and I will pick the cons, but yes. I don't hate the commies, especially if you're getting that extra half point, because you're right. These are evenly matched teams. It should be three. How much are we betting on the game, or what are we betting on the game? Mm, to be be touch. Because I, I might be a generous man and just bet you straight up and not even look at the spread. I might, I might be willing to give you those two and a half points. I'm down. Okay. You want to? We'll, t- we'll talk about it. Okay. I don't know what we're betting, but we'll figure something out. 50? 100? 200 bones? I don't know. Thousand? <laughs> thousand dollars? Uh, what's your dog uh, pick? Then? My dog pick. No, I'm glad you touched on it earlier. I, for on the other hand, from what you, on the contrary of what you said, can't believe that this line is only three points. The Seahawks are a better team than the Bengals. Yeah. How is this a three-point game? They're plus one thirty-six. What, like you just said, like they the Bengals, quote unquote, beat up on the Cardinals, kind of like not really. Like Josh Dobbs doesn't play much, and he made a big mistake, and that was kind of the difference in the game. Yeah. Um, like the Seahawks are just better. Yeah. They've looked better since the week one loss. They haven't. They haven't lost since. Um, they just annihilated the Giants, like destroyed them on Monday Night Football. Yep. And then they're going against this Bengals team that's kind of in shambles, and they're coming off of a bye week, hopefully getting some linemen back healthy. Like, I think that the Seahawks kind of get up early, and I, I kind of think this is like a ten plus point win. Wow, tasty. I might even bet. I might bet normal money line and bet alt line. I like that. That's tasty. Uh, you know, I'm with you on that. We're, we're both riding for the Hawks. We always have been huge Hawks fans. So Huge. Huge. What was the game? Oh, I told you this. Uh, I had a dream on Saturday night that the Jags beat the Bills 27-20. to 20. So I woke up, and my smart idea was I would bet that exact score to see if my dream was correct. Well, oddly enough, the final score was Jags won twenty-five to twenty. So my dream was pretty fucking close. But yeah, I should have bet some alt line or just bet the Jags to win and just and just. You can bet the you can bet like the I think it's usually like one to three, four to seven or whatever. You could have bet that one. That would have been nice. Four to seven, yeah, that would have been tasty. But yeah, alas, listen to your dreams, but not that literal. Alas. Okay, that has been week six of the bookie show. Oh, wait, 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 no. We got to do our, our uh, parlay. No, no, we can't because guess what time it is. Okay, fine. We'll do our parlay. Damn it. 1033. Uh, okay. I, th- I think we should do our over and under. Okay. We're doing another Bengals over under uh, for yep. that really fucked. Although we both lost our parlay last time anyway. What was your under again? Eagles, Jets? Eagles, Jets, under 41. All right, and then Hawks Bengals over 45 and a half. Yep. Okay. Oh, what time is it? Yeah.
is 10.33. It actually is 10.33. Oh, it was. It was. I know. That's why oh. I said we had to hurry. Oh, we just oh, missed shit. it. No, uh, no, no. We got it. I said it oh, in time. Didn't. I didn't flip until I said it. So. Okay, good. It looks like it might be time for a little bit of... That's right, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Stump Sound. I am your host, Jeff Snow. <laughs> uh, this is the show where I, T. Noel, mm-hmm. try to take a quiz question and spin it upon coin and get him to maybe get stumped or some shit, you know? And then, like, see if maybe he doesn't get it right, and then, then I get it right. <laughs> okay, Stump Town. Uh, with the Bears' victory over the Commanders on Thursday night, just one winless team remains in the NFL. The Carolina Panthers at 0-5. In what is increasingly becoming a nightmare scenario for the Panthers, they traded their first pick in 2024, along with their star receiver DJ Moore, in order to move up in the 2022 draft to select Heisman winner Bryce Young with the first pick. Though it is still very early in his career, Young's first five games have not been encouraging, while number two overall pick, C.J. Stroud, already looks like a star. What's worse is that the 2024 draft class is loaded with talent and a decent chance of several players being better prospects than Bryce Young. I know you're a big college football fan, Coin. Correct. The top of that list is USC superstar Caleb Williams. Caleb set the all-time USC record last year with 4,537 passing yards. After his thrilling overtime win over Arizona on Saturday, Caleb has over 8,000 yards in his college career, which is good for 7th all-time among USC quarterbacks. Oh, I was like, all-time quarterbacks? Oh my god. USC quarterbacks. Uh, Cohen, I'm putting you on the spot with a college question. Okay. Name four more USC quarterbacks on this list. Ooh, Sam Darnold. Sam Darnold is number eight and actually now number nine all time. That is correct with 7,229 yards. Uh, Matt Leinert. Matt Leinert is number three on this list with 10,693 yards. Um, give me... Jesus, I'm fucking blanking on that other guy's name. Kurt Warner? That is incorrect. Uh, where did Kurt go? Did he go to USC? No? Okay. No. If okay. he did, he didn't throw for a lot of yards. Mark Sanchez. Good guess, Coin. Unfortunately, Mark is not on this list. He only started for one year, and so he only tallied like 4,000 <sighs> yards. Is there one from like the last like five, six years that I'm missing? No. Darnold is the most recent. Okay. What about like right before that? Right before that, there was a guy who didn't really go to the NFL, but John David Booty. Fantastic guess. Not the guy that I was talking about, but yes, Cohen, John David Booty is just under Sam Darnold with 6,125 years. You need one more, and I'm certain you could get at least one of these guys. Um, you probably won't get the guy that was just before Darnold, 
But you, I think you could get the guy that was before Leinart or before the guy before Darnold. Before Leinart. When did Leinart get drafted? 2005 or 6? 5 or 6? Yeah, it would have been after so you're the talking Rose Bowl, right? Early, like very early 2000s is what I'm thinking. Um, okay. And maybe, maybe you don't know that he went to school here, but... Very famous quarterback, and then uh, there's, he had a. This guy had a very successful uh, NFL career, and then the uh, other guy that you probably know, that's one on the list, has is probably still a backup in the league. That's one on the list. One on the all-time USC passing yards list. Oh, gotcha. These two guys are actually top two that I'm thinking. Do I have get. two more strikes or one more? You can have two more strikes. Carson Palmer. You didn't need it. Great job, Coin Carson Palmer. I assume is, that's who you're talking about. Right? It is number two on the list. Yes. Uh, okay, he, and then let me let me guess the guy who is still a backup too. Okay. Sorry, so go on. No, no, no. So no finish your good. little statement. Uh, he had eleven thousand eight hundred eighteen yards. So see if you can. He's get, number one. No, he's number two. See if you can get number one. I know some of our college football. Uh, Fan friends like Riley would be crazy. like, "Oh my god, this is the easiest question of all time." But yeah. uh, again, the rest, I am not a college football guy. That's why. All. That's why I tried to give it. I may make it gettable. I I wasn't sure that you'd get John David Booty. So that was. I figured JDB, my guy. JDB or this guy that you're trying to think of now. I figured that would be like the kind of difficult fourth guess. Jeff Garcia. I don't know. Matt Barkley, number one oh, all yeah. time, yeah. uh, twelve thousand three hundred twenty-seven yards. Doesn't seem like unless uh, Caleb Williams decides to uh, make good on his promise to stay another year that he's going to break that record. But we'll see. Uh, other names on here that the only other one I've heard of is Cody Kessler. Remember him? Yeah, yeah. He was he's number four on the list. He was right uh, before Darnold. Or yeah. Then you got Rob Johnson, Rodney Pete, Kedon or Kedon Kedon Slovis, who was like the guy. Oh, Keaton Slovis, yeah. Keaton, yeah. I see. I don't remember him at he all. He ended up transferring to like Pitt, I think, right? Okay, like yeah, that. I have no idea. Um, yeah. And then Brad Otten, and all of these hmm. guys are from like '85 on. So, okay, you have not been stumped. Great job, Coin. Let's go. Thank you, John David Booty. Thanks, JDB. Uh, I think he was, was he the one right before or after Sanchez. He was. Uh, he must have been right before Sanchez. Yeah. Because he was oh three to oh seven, and then there appears to be a gap. So Sanchez was like oh eight, and then oh nine would have been Barkley. Gotcha. Um. What was I going to say? Uh, oh, John David Booty, I remember, was on the Vikings, and he wore number four. Yeah. And then when Brett Favre moved to the Vikings, he gave up his number for Brett. Yeah. Uh, where can they follow you, Coin? Where can the listeners You can follow, follow me at KingCoin on both Instagram and Twitter. Where can they follow you, Noel? You can follow me at DeCreamFellow on Twitter. You can follow me at CTravisNoel on Instagram. C, of course, stands for Cody Kessler. Oh, uh, uh, Okay. You can follow us at Rookie Show Pod oh, on yeah. Instagram. Uh, I missed that. I don't have the Twitter login, so I need to get that back. Yeah, I don't even know what, like, is it my email that's tied to it? I don't know. I, what th- I thought it was mine. I oh. don't know. I can't, I couldn't get it. Yeah. I've got a new phone, so I, it used to be just another account on my phone, but yeah, I, I don't know either. Yeah. So yeah. if you're following us, we haven't been very active. 
Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, play us out. Um, Motley Crue. Oh, it's Motley Crue. It's Matt Nicky Six. Motley Motley Crue is the bassist co-founder. Got it, got it. Okay, play us out, Motley Crue. See you. See you. Peace.